Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Please be advised that Six Degrees of Reality TV contains explicit language. Hi and welcome to Six Degrees of Reality TV, the podcast where two MFAs try to figure out what the hell is happening on our screen. My name is Amy and I hold an MFA in creative nonfiction. And my name is Leslie and I hold an MFA in creative writing fiction. And together we are trying to uncover what it means to fall in love on reality TV. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Six Degrees of Reality TV. My name is Amy, and I'm your co-host. And I'm Leslie. Leslie. (laughs) We've been having... This is like our fifth time trying to record this. (laughs) This is our fifth start to the show. So what else can we say? It's all been said. It's all been said. (laughs) Guys, real real quick, we just want to apologize. We were late this week. I had family in for the holidays. Leslie was away seeing her family for the holidays. Yeah. We just didn't have time to connect, but we're here now. We're here. And our internet, God willing, would remain stable. This is our fifth yes. attempt. I hope so. Um, just a quick note. Uh, we don't usually do it this way, but I took the notes this week, but Leslie took some notes and she's going to mm-hmm. be chiming in. But you're going to have me and my zip through and not the thorough <laughs> Leslie an- analysis that we usually get. <laughs> Well, I have plenty of thoughts. I have a lot of thoughts, too. There's been a lot of drama this week. Yeah. So let's let's get right into it. Yes. We're doing season 13, episode 19, the longest season on Earth, reunion part two. This is 90 minutes and doesn't need to be. That's the new name of the episode. Yes. Yes. Okay. So we pick up with Zach and Michaela and their bullshit. And Michaela's, like, coming out on the stage. Zach's leaving. Then she leaves, Zach comes back out. So if you remember, he told she told us last week that after decision day, he basically like sex trafficked her and had her in his basement for a week and had sex with her. Basically. Now Zach is telling us, here's what really happened, Kevin. Um, we got into a fight at a bar and freaked out and broke the window. She freaked out and broke the window in her car. Who hasn't been there? Yeah. Who hasn't broken a car window? <laughs> she was having trouble at work and he felt like he needed to support her so he asked her to come and live with him for a few days and Mm -hmm. i just wrote these are grown people you can support her without banging her well not according to zach his dick has you know magic touch that's true that's true it probably does i felt like i felt like a million ways about him throughout this episode and the where are they now i just have so many conflicting thoughts about him because he's gorgeous but god he's annoying he's okay i I don't who am i to say anything right i'm like this (laughs) little circular round little marble person but zach is built so weird 
I don't know what's <laughs> going on with his body. Like, it looks like his shoulders, like his big, broad shoulders, are, like, too big for his head. I think it was because he was, I think he mentioned this, he was, like, a skinny, wimpy kid, and then he grew, like, muscles, and so maybe he didn't, he's not proportionate? I don't know. I like I like the way he looks. I oh, just, I like the way he looks. Annoying. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> he's just annoying. Yes. Okay, so, um, let me see. Okay, so he says they got intimate during this time. And Kevin's like, dude, because you know Kevin, he's all about the bro talk, right? Yeah, oh, I hate him. Um, He's like, I don't hate him. He's just annoying. Like, stop trying yeah. to be our bro. He's like, do you understand how she could have been confused here? Like, she's saying she loved you. You're sleeping with her. And then Kevin reminds him of the bullshit from Decision Day. And he's like, you said glowing things about her. Like, do you think maybe you played her? And now Zach is trying to gaslight Kevin. No, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't say glowing things about her. Kevin's like, what are you talking? Like, we literally have you on tape. Mm-hmm. Kevin asks Zach, how long before you date again? And did he catch this? Zach says, he loves love. I love yeah. love. Mm-hmm. Darcy Silva's going mm-hmm. to live. He is soured on marriage right now. And Kevin says, hey, I wish the best for you both. And yeah. that's it. We never have to see them again. Oh, until the next hour. Yeah. Okay. Jesus Christ. I just thought that it was good that Kevin called him out because he was kind of saying, like, do you not see how she would get the quote-unquote wrong impression? Because you said she was, like, as cool as your mom or, like, a greater woman as your mom. And he's yeah. like, oh, well, you know. Well. And again, like I always say, like, he knows we can see him, right? I don't think he does. <laughs> I think he's confused. That camera right there, Zach, we can see you through that. And then also, he was all like, oh, okay, hell no. That was last week. He was all like, hell no, I, I didn't hook up. But then he was like, well, you know, during the four-day span, we were intimate. It's like, okay, which is it? I know, I know. Now we have Johnny and Bao, who we did not hear from last time. Yes, this mm-hmm. was oh, very mm-hmm. interesting. So Kevin says the crowd was stunned that they didn't work out. And he's like, you guys seem like the perfect couple on paper. Bao does not agree. And I just wrote, she is here to burn everything down. Oh, my gosh. He showed up pissed. She had like a chip on her shoulder. Yep. So she, Johnny says he was surprised by the ups and downs. And Bao's like, really? Because you caused most of them. So Val says she's good now and she's happy and Johnny says he's doing okay and he left the marriage with a good group of people who he cares about and he's happy. What good memories do you have, Val? Kevin asks. And she says her wedding was beautiful and one of the best days of her life. And Johnny says the homework assignments were super fun and always came at a good time. And then we have to see the oh, the God. nurse outfit again. It like was awful. I can't. And then extended versions of this nonsense. <laughs> So then Kevin's like, when did things go wrong? And Bao says she was very anxious because she was being judged from day one. Now, I realize it was 17 episodes ago, <laughs> but I just remembered he brought up her not showering on national television. Yes, he did make a big deal of it. Constantly. And that was like day one. Like mm-hmm. they were home from the honeymoon day one. Or were they yeah. on the honeymoon? I forget. I think they were still at the honeymoon. Yeah. So he's basically like telling America she doesn't shower. Yeah. And then he's like, hmm, I wonder why you feel judged. 
Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. So Johnny says it was when they spoke. It was around the time they spoke with the experts, which I don't know why, but okay, whatever. Flashback of their tough times. <laughs> Johnny so every says, episode. <laughs> Johnny says he feels like he could not speak his mind throughout this process. And early on, they made an agreement. Now, this drives me crazy. This is like a trope lately of later seasons where people are agreeing to stuff off camera. Off camera. Mm-hmm. Yep. So he said they made an agreement early on that they would talk about tough issues off camera first. And Bao has social anxiety, so he did this partly for her. Leslie, he did it all for her. All for her. Mm-hmm. He wishes they didn't do that because there's so much context missing. So Bao says she didn't want to talk about her sex life on camera. Like, she had concerns about her family mm-hmm. and her career. And she's like, I don't think that's duplicitous or wrong. Now, see, I don't know if I agree with this. The thing is, you are signing up for a reality show. Not Thank only a reality you. show, a dating show. Thank where you. you get married. So sex might come up. Yeah, like, have you not seen the show before? Yeah. Do you not know Dr. Pepper gets loaded with doing shots every time somebody says, have you been intimate or <laughs> consummated the marriage? So, yeah. So she should have thought about that better. I mean, I, I get the idea of her wanting to be like, okay, so like, like really personal stuff. Let's try to work this out beforehand. Sure, I guess. I get that. But at the same time, it's like, dude, you, you are signing up to be quote unquote realities. You're supposed to be hashtag real. So... And I guess this is what Johnny was talking about because in a way that could come off as calculating. Yeah. Like let's like it seems like she's very worried about her image. So, okay, something happens, let's get on the same page about the messaging here. Like that could right. come off as calculating. Yeah. I yeah. think that's what it was. She was like trying to control the narrative. She yep. was like putting out fires before they even started. She was just like, "Oh, wait, wait, hold up." Yep, exactly. So she says they did hide the fact that they consummated their marriage. And Johnny says she, Bao just needs to present herself a certain way to look good. And she asks him for concrete examples, but he can't produce any. And I don't, I don't fault him here because I've been in this position. I don't know if you've been where somebody's like called me out on shit and I'm like, Okay, well, you do this, or you're like this, but I can't come up with a concrete yeah, the moment. Example. You're like, but you drive me crazy all the time. I know this. Yes. However, that being said, I think if I was going into a televised event, I'd be ready. I would have some. I would have receipts. I would have oh. receipts. I'd be like one of those housewives. Pull out a binder. <laughs> be all tacky. Be like Andy. Hold up. There you Let go. me show you the text message that I blew up in Kinko's. <laughs> 300%. Thank you. <laughs> Johnny says, have you ever planned a conversation? He keeps going to her. Have we ever planned a conversation for the show? She doesn't know what to say. And then she's like, well, we would plan serious conversations. So I'm starting to think Johnny wasn't wrong. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Like in what he I was think... feeling, but I think he was yeah. wrong in attributing it in like saying that her motives were were mean spirited yeah. in some way. 
I mean, I do get the idea that she was trying to control the narrative and mostly was protecting her family and her image. I think that was like the main thing. So she didn't want to talk about sex and things like that. Mm -hmm. But she was really open about her childhood, which seemed, I would find that a bigger deal than the, than the banging thing for my family. Yeah, especially like she had burning a Barbie. Come on, guys. She had kind of a traumatic childhood and she shared all of that. So, yeah. Okay, so Johnny keeps saying, like, um, okay, so she says her family did not want to be filmed. And we didn't see her family. Nope. Johnny says he just sees this as being calculating and cold. And he says he, she was not being genuine, but again, can't come up with an example. <laughs> he says he was drowning and he says he was isolated because he had to talk to her about stuff before saying anything. And Kevin's like, if this was so terrible, why did you say yes on decision day? Thank you. Yep. And Johnny says, whatever Bao did to me, it worked because I'm a broken man. I hate him. Oh, God. I mean, when you think about it, Gil is the only man I like on the show. Gil is the only decent human, I believe. (laughs) No, Brad is awesome, too. No, Yes, yes. Brad is awesome. Jesus Christ, Johnny. Like, could you pull out another violin for yourself to play? Yep. And he basically wanted to pull a Zach and, like, see how this went after. Whatever. Yeah. Okay. So, Bao says, the person who cares about what their family and friends thinks is who I am. The reality is, Johnny, that you got me. You just Mm -hmm. didn't like who you got. Thank you. That's exactly what it is. He didn't like who he got. Yep. Johnny says she just isn't warm. Hmm, wonder if Zach agrees with that. <laughs> so Bao says she's good now, all ready to move on. And Johnny yep. says he went to therapy right after. Then he says he's dating someone and has been for a month. Do we think it's Mirla? God, I hope not. Leslie, I'm telling you right now, if she dates Johnny, I'm done with both of them forever. I... Listen, I stuck up for this girl the whole time I was ride or die. I gave mm-hmm. her passes. I'm like, she could be a diva, but she earned it. You know, she mm-hmm. worked hard, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. But if she is dating Johnny, I'm done with her. Like, yeah. the Mila fan club ends today. Oh, it ends. It this. ends in where are they now? This. It ends. Yes. So Johnny, okay, so he's dating someone, but he's not going to talk about it. Then he says he wishes they could have traded spouses. And Kevin asks, who would have been a better match? And Johnny says, Gil and Brett would have have, would have been great. I don't see that. And Bao oh. agrees. He says he would have preferred Mirla and then goes, uh, or Rachel. <laughs> Poor Rachel. Yeah, okay. No, he it's thinks, Rachel. He thinks Bao and Ryan and I wrote, why would you do Bao dirty like that, man? Why yeah. are you doing that to her? Well, I guess because they got along when they were shooting things. He was like, oh, I guess they'll get along. They'll shoot things together. I guess. Okay, now we have a girl scene. All girls. Everyone's in red and green and Kevin laughs about it. Brett's outfit. Mm-mm. I've come full oh circle God, on Brett's her outfit. boobs were like practically out. I was like, no, girl, no. Brett is a beautiful woman. You That's don't need that outfit. not do her Mm-mm. justice. Mm-mm. It was not. Mm-mm. Not flattering. We get some flashbacks, and Kevin asks Brett if she wishes she had sex, and she said, yeah, she does. I don't know why. With Ryan, though? I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I love your face. With Ryan? 
I guess just roll around on that potato, Leslie. <laughs> okay. So now we get a little bit of scoop. Michaela says it was hard to watch Brett be completely ignored by Ryan. And that Ryan was actually more invested in her and Zach's relationship in his own. And it was real weird. (laughs) (laughs) And I I was here for that. Um, She says if he put that into his own marriage, maybe it would have worked. And Kevin says, you know what, Michaela? You never sat on a feeling, girl. And that's what I love about you. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. I feel like Kevin redeemed himself a little bit there for me. Yeah. I was a like, bit. Coco, what do you think? Coco, well, Joey, my dog, my chihuahua, he is barking at the hallway because apparently <laughs> it's cool to smoke pot in front of my apartment without sharing it with me. Come on, guys. Nice. Come on, share. Nice. So, yeah, so he's going nuts and Coco's like chiming in. Like, Woo-hoo. who do you think of the cast would be somebody who'd hang out in the hallway and smoke weed? Probably Zach. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so now we're talking about Jachel. Mm-hmm. The girls didn't know that they were back on and trying to make things work. And it's written all over their faces that they think yeah. this is a horrible mistake. They're like, oh, yay. Oh, great. White eyes, white eyes. Blink three times <laughs> if you need help. Rachel says she felt embarrassed to tell them because she'd badmouthed him and now she's back. Oh, girl. Yeah. Now we talk about Marilyn Gill. This is this beer. is a tough one, guys. <laughs> Hold Val my soda. Val says she was shocked. Rachel was stunned also, but once she heard Mirla's side of the story, Mirla now says the constant ridiculing of her lifestyle, calling her a diva, calling her high maintenance, really wore her down and made her feel bad about herself. Yeah. And in the end, he did not bring out the best in her. I don't fault her for that. Yeah. I fault her for blindsiding him. That's my issue. Yes. Yeah. No, I don't like the way this played out. Okay, because I'm guessing she probably said, okay, I'm signing him for this show. I'm going to go with it. He's not really my type, but I'm going to choose to love my husband. Okay, Mm -hmm. we get there. So she is trying, I guess, in her way, even though she doesn't want to change or budge too much, but she's giving it her all because she hasn't, like, thrown in the towel. So in her mind, she's giving it her all. But then the chemistry is not there. So then she's like, yeah, he's great, and he'll bend over backwards for me, but that just shows me that there is a guy who's willing to do that for me, even though I'm so difficult. So maybe I should hold out for him. And I think that's what happened. She thought... Oh, so someone will bend over for me. So let me find that person that feels that I could feel the same way for. I'm going to say something right now and you're going to want to reach through the screen and punch me. Yeah. (laughs) She and Johnny are actually a perfect match. I fucking hate them. (laughs) I'm choking Amy. (laughs) But they are, right? They are. They did have chemistry when they were like flirting around and it annoyed me. He is the male version of her. He's a diva. Yeah. 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 Okay, so now we have a flashback of Mirla being Mirla. Yeah. And Brett says, look, Mirla is unapologetically herself, and that's what we should all strive for. Mm -hmm. And then she says, say what you want about Mirla, but that girl would give you the clothes off her back in a heartbeat. Yeah, and it seems like she would be like that with her friends. Like, she's a Mm -hmm. good friend. It's just not a good wife, apparently. So now we have the experts, and they come out, and they're going to talk about the couples first. And then they're going to talk to the couple. So the highlights of them just talking to Kevin are as follows. 
Pepper says she was most surprised by Bao and Johnny not working out. Gil and Mirla surprised her as well. Okay. About Zach and Michaela, Pastor Cal says they were not open with one another and chose to just fly off the handle. And he, Pastor Cal says he thinks Michaela was overwhelmed by the process. And Zach's reaction, this was good, this was good. He said Zach's reaction was horror instead of helper. Yeah. That's true. He was horrified. Yeah, he was. And like, he, he see was, it in his face. Yes. If he was kinder and gentler, it would not have escalated to what it did. I agree yeah. with that. Brett and Ryan. The experts all agree Ryan just couldn't get past the fact that Brett was not his type. Yeah, Gag. basically. <clears throat> yep. Mirla and Gil. They were all shocked by this. Pastor Cal says, this is still a mystery. And Pepper's like, look, guys, I'm going to tell you. This was, like, I know you saw her on camera telling me Gil was the best thing that ever happened to her. That happened more than once. Like That's she, the thing. Yeah. She talked about him to me this way more than once. So now Mirla, Pastor Cal says he thinks Mirla's terrified and she's self-sabotaging. Sabotaging? Sabotaging. Yeah. I said sabotaging. I don't think that's, I would, you know, that sounds like a good fairy, but seeing the way she is with Johnny, she's just not into Gil. That's all that is. That's Mm -hmm. all it is. She's not into him. And she thought, even though he's nice and he's everything, he goes above and beyond. He gets me flowers. And she's like crying over this one. She was super drunk that day. But, you know, she's like talking so much about how lucky she is and blah, blah, blah. But yet she wasn't attracted to him. And that was the issue with her. She couldn't get past that. Oh, my God. Do you think she, she should was... have vindicated that. Do you think she was crying because she was so happy because she met Johnny? No. no. I think that she was happy no. that she found someone that's willing to love her in the way that she feels she deserves. And she was probably crying because she's like, but yet I'm not into him. <laughs> right. right. So it was probably like guilt. Then they talk about when Mirla showed up drunk. And Dr. Pepper was actually offended she by was it. Pissed. She was pissed. And I was here for Doctor for angry mm-hmm. Dr. Pepper. We've seen um angry Dr. Viviana over the past two seasons, but we have not seen an angry Pepper. She's pissed. Angry and pepper. she's like, You don't come into an important conversation drunk. Yeah. It's like, okay. Now we have they're talking about Johnny and Bo. Johnny and Bo, sorry. Dr. Viviana says, Bao seems to go with the flow, but she has underlying anxiety and is constantly calculating how to make things go her way. Pastor Cal says he does not agree. He says she is not manipulative, but she's logical and she plans things out. And he says, Johnny was over the top. (laughs) You think? Yeah. They were just not not meant to be she's too type a and he's just he wants a clinger and she's too self-efficient and it's yep. just insecure Which, and, mirla yeah. is not a clinger so i don't see she's that not. working either i don't know what he wants who knows i think i really think he wants jose <laughs> yeah they should just be together and we support that just we support that 100 percent. you be you be yes. proud yes <laughs> So Rachel and Jose, Pep says they have a lot going for them, but then she says, and I agree a hundred percent, he has Jose has great anger issues and is yep. very controlling. And she thinks he doesn't understand the ramifications of that. And she thinks Rachel is right to be hesitant. Absolutely. And, Vi- and Viviana says she knows control is all about decreasing anxiety. 
and he needs to deal with the anxiety first, figure out where this urge to control is coming from, he cannot put Rachel in a cage. You can't yeah. put baby in a corner. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Nope. She's Mexican. She's feisty. She'll cut you. She will oh, cut a bitch. <laughs> okay. So now we have the experts and the couples. So, Jachel. Jose says, Pastor Cal is right, and marriage ain't for punks. Stop kissing ass, Jose. This is what drives me crazy about him. You don't come out and quote somebody's book. Fuck you. <laughs> I, I love how everyone thinks that they're like a genius or they coined this phrase or they just came to the realization or they're just like these geniuses that are like, guys, marriages work. Did, does anyone I know, right? know that? I know. Did, did we just discover this? Marriage is like work. No shit. A relationship is work. Friendship is work. Yeah. Because if you stop talking to a friend for like a few months, like you can let things go by and then you lose contact with your friend. They move on. They have another yep. life. You lose touch. Like everything yep. is work. Life is work. This podcast is, exhausting. is work. It is. <laughs> Listen, I'm telling you, I mean, some work could be fun, but this like marriage is work. Yes. A relationship dealing with another human being is work. And it's so funny. Off my soapbox. What I have written here, I don't even have that Jose said it, but I could tell by the, is it his, I don't know if it's his cadence or his speech patterns, but he just, I'm so obsessed with the way he talks. It makes no sense. I just wrote the sentence, we've had highs and, we've had high highs and low lows. You know that's him. He said that. Yeah. Rachel says once the experiment was over, they were just arguing all the time and she was done. And Jose said he started putting in the work and that's when things turned around. He just put in a ton of work. Rachel says they don't know how to argue. He's passive aggressive. Pepper's like, look, Jose, you're a great guy, but you're angry and you need to professionally address that. Like, where is that coming from? How can you manage? Is it because your parents... Lived in a custom-built house and made you eat rice, <laughs> rice and beans on Sundays? What's the, the problem? Um, and in the end, the experts think, like, they might be able to make it, but they're going to need some professional counseling. Yeah, I don't know if they'll make it. I think that... They're yeah. not going to make it. Spoiler alert. I don't alert. think so. I think Mm-mm. they might end up a year from now be like, okay, we tried. Yeah, they're done. Mirla and Gil... Dr. Pepper starts and shows her the clip of drunk Mirla confessing her love for him. She's like, what's going on? Gil cannot even watch and starts crying. What was your reaction to him? My heart broke because I'm like, oh my God, because I could see how looking back on it, because one thing to live it and we don't know what went on off camera when they weren't around what got edited out, what, you know, and everything like that. But the fact that he is seeing her pretty much profess her love to him like i'm so lucky he's the best man in the world but they don't want him basically Mm -hmm. that's what he's saying so it's like oh my god like that must be so hurtful and i would like to say that we kind of got this all wrong because well i did anyway because i was saying i knew i felt there was a blindsiding coming yeah but i thought he was gonna blindside her remember yeah because she wasn't gonna be like given to the whole kissing thing right thought that he would just be like i'm done so i think our new subtitle for our podcast should be six degrees of reality tv we're wrong about everything yeah 
Six college degrees and we know nothing. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. I can't wait for next season to be wrong about everyone. I know. So he says, Gil says he was blindsided. And he says what she did was unfair because he was on a completely different page. And she never told him any of this. She was telling him she was in it. And he dove head first. And he just, he's so hurt. Like he doesn't even know. What to say? She said the phrase, I choose to love my husband. So you're already saying, I'm giving this my all. And then camera stopped rolling. You're like, yeah, I, I'm out. It's, like, it's really weird. Mirla says she was honest with him from the beginning. And she said her attraction did grow, but not enough. She says he made her very happy. But there were things that she felt were off. Yeah. Um, Dr. Pepper calls bullshit. She says, every time we met with you, you said you were into him. She's like, I want specifics. And I don't know if they cut it out, but we never really got specifics. Mirla says, the finances were tough. And she said, things happened after decision day that made her feel not safe financially with him. Leslie? What that is, that he started buying Louis Vuittons as well? Like, what what the fuck? (laughs) I mean... I felt not safe with someone financially, but that was when yeah. I was dependent on them and they were spending $200 a week on video games as a grown man child, not my current <laughs> husband. So like, I don't take a know, drink. take a drink. So like, I don't know what she means by this because she makes yeah. her own money. She's not dependent on him in any way. Nope. It was but he weird. gave up everything for her except for his dog and like the clothes on his back. Yep. All right. Pastor Cal says he thinks she was just scared and there's no logical reason for this breakup. And Mirla's basically like, look, I just wasn't happy. Like, you can't force it. Yeah, she wasn't um, She wasn't attracted to him. I think that's the bottom line. She yep. tried and she just, she maybe she thought that by saying oh, she's so lucky, look how great, look at all his qualities, that He's... that would make her, like, fall for him. But it didn't work. He's fucking hot. I don't know what she's smoking. Maybe she's out in your hallway. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Because he is, like, his personality. I'm not just talking his looks. His personality is great. And he went above and beyond to make her happy. Yep. Yep. So Gil's just sitting there, like, trying to compose himself. And Pastor Cal says, Mirla, you are setting yourself up for failure if you keep going into relationships like this. Mm Mm-hmm. And Dr. Pepper says, for your future, Mirla, you need to figure out why you feel the way you do about money, finances, and trust so that you do not undermine yourself in the future. I thought that was really good advice. Yeah, it was. And then Dr. Pepper tells Gil he'll be a good husband someday. And of course, we have the weird obsession that Kevin Frazier has with Gil's DMs. Don't worry, Gil. Your DMs are going to be blowing up, brother. Don't worry. He's probably worry. in there, too. Like, what the hell? <laughs> I think he is in there. He has an unnatural <laughs> obsession with it. Yeah, because Gil was like, even dudes, straight guys are like in his DMs just telling him, like, I feel you, buddy. I feel your pain. It's weird. He brings it up again later. We'll get there. So the final scene. They all talk about how much they like each other. Everybody's on the stage. Michaela looks like she swallowed something that's on fire. Like, she looks like she's just going to throw up. <laughs> 
Ryan talks about how he trolls people on social media, Leslie. And then I was like, Amy. Uh (laughs) And how he responds to the trolls. And I would like to clear my name and say, once again, I was not trolling you. We weren't trolling you. We were just relating what was told to us that happened to be factual. Correct. Okay. And I was kind of defending him. Yeah, you were kind of nice about it, too. Okay. Kevin, you know, again, Gil's DMs, what's going on there? Gil says, "Uh, I've been getting a lot of women, a lot of men. And he says, there's very, they've been very supportive messages. Leslie, I need to know what you've been doing. Because this lady (laughs) posts 10 to 12 things about her, about him on her live every week. Is it you? Is it Sinister Girls? No, it's not. I don't okay. really know how to use live because I'm old. Either. I'm an old millennial. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm always like, I need final edit, so I can't do a live. So even if I do post a video, it's heavily edited. It's like I've done a few takes. That <laughs> so, makes total no. sense because millennials were the generation, the first generation to really curate their images. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense that you would want to curate something. And now these younger kids are just like, fuck it. Whatever yeah. comes out is so hashtag real. And I'm just like, no, I can't no. be hashtag Mm-mm. real. Not Mm-mm. that real. Nope, nope. Jose is sitting there like... <laughs> the things in my notes. Jose is sitting there like a Bond villain, just stroking <laughs> Rachel like she's his prize. Like, she's like the cat from like the evil guy Austin and Inspector Powers. Gadget. Also Austin Inspector Powers. Gadget. Yeah. <laughs> touching... Kevin her. Kevin pretty much asks Jose if he's gay, which was quite, what are you doing, Kevin? He it's literally like, asked him if he was gay. It's so stupid. Okay, first of all, if he is, then he is. That's his business, and he Don't could disclose it when he wants. National television, Jesus Christ! What? What? What are you doing by just saying like that's like? I hope that in a few years this will end the term of like this whole shaming thing like oh you must be gay like oh my god oh the horror and let me make a clear distinction when when we joke that johnny likes jose it's it's because of a bromance it right it's not because johnny acts quote-unquote feminine or and nothing like that's because they have chemistry they that's do have the chemistry. only reason. It's a bromance, right. basically. That's, that's all it reason. is. Yes. We were not like gay-shaming anyone. I would, that's the last thing I would ever do, because I am a very, very, very big advocate of the LGBTQ community. Me too. So I would never do yep. that. Um, but and yeah, this an, whole thing... As an oh, ally, people, I know that you don't ask somebody if they're gay. Never. What is he doing? Oh, my God. <sighs> so anyway, Jose, which I would have been like, fuck you, dude. Jose actually answers it and is like, no, I'm not. And I actually like that response better because he is Hispanic and machismo is very important in our culture. Yeah. And that kind of thing, like homosexuality is very like don't ask, don't tell kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And if you just even hint at it, guys will get super, especially if they're heterosexual, super defensive about it. Like, you know, so I commend him for that because he was probably like, this is stupid. Like, I don't need to prove anything to anyone. And that is sexy. He that was. kind of confidence is sexy. He was. He did He did handle it very well. He handled it very well. Mm-hmm. Very Better than him. I would have. Mm-hmm. I would have been like, the fuck out of my face. <laughs> yeah. But, but I will say, I don't get where that's coming from at all. You know what there I mean? There was no... Like, I didn't see I any pretty rumors. awesome... 
skater and I have there's nothing. There's nothing No. Nothing. No. Mm-mm. Nothing tipping off. I mean, we joke about the bromance with Johnny, but we're not serious. Well, no, right. we're not serious. I don't think they're actually attracted to each other. I think that they they are like BFS basically. Like yeah. they like yep. each other so much, yep. like brothers almost. Yep. Okay. So we find out that Zach, Brett, Johnny, and Mirla have started playing on a volleyball team. The name of their volleyball team is the Premarital Sets, which I think is fantastic. And I need I like to know who, who named that. I bet it's Brett. Kevin asks, okay, so who's been hanging out? We find out that Mirla and Johnny went to Cancun, but not as we expected. He was yeah. there for a wedding and she went with the coworker for her birthday. So they met up there. Mm-hmm. They're looking very cozy. They really are. Such a coincidence. Rachel and Mirla went to Chicago. Kevin asks, are you and Johnny? He asks Mirla, are you and Johnny BFFs? She says yes, and Johnny shrugs, and Gil starts tearing up. Mm-hmm. Johnny says they hang out a lot, but they are just besties. Gil has no comment. Mm-hmm. I need to see Gil go off on Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> Now we relive the locking out incident again with Jachel, which 85 times. I don't know how many times we could see this. We see the couple's retreat with Michaela's explosion. Basically, she says, Michaela says, like, it was not okay. I need to learn how to calm the fuck down. And she said when Zach left, she was feeling extreme anxiety. And what we saw was her panicking because her dad... Left in the middle of the night, driving in the middle of the night, upset, and died. And that part, the part of him leaving upset, I was like, ooh, that, that was new information. More. That was new mm-hmm. information, yeah. Yep. So she says, Zach does not regret this, and it's hurtful, and it's mean, and it's vindictive. But again, Leslie, if, if Michaela knew how to communicate better, she would say that to him. Yeah. Like, look, this is triggering me for this reason. Yeah. And I need you to stay here tonight. He may have responded differently. He may have. If she would have said, like, look, you know, I know I said to leave, but, you know, just stay because this happened to my dad. You know, he left upset and then he died and I mm-hmm. could never live with myself if that yep. happened to you. So please just stay and then I'll stay in another room. Like, if she did that, he probably would have been like, because then he would look like the bad guy if he would have yes. left at that point. If she brings yes. up the dad. Agreed. Agreed. So he would have said, Michaela, you need to learn how to get the upper hand, girl. <laughs> yeah. I like her so much, though. I feel for her because we've all been a little Michaela. I like Michaela a lot. And I think when she, I don't want to say like when she grows up because that sounds patronizing and I don't mean it like that. When she, in t- let me put it this way, in 10 years, she's going to be an amazing fucking person. She's going to be unstoppable. Yep. Yep. So, okay, I think, like, the trauma of her father's death has stunted her. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, where are we? Zach says he does not... Oh, she says Zach doesn't regret this. It's hurtful. Zach says, I'm a grown man. I left. And Michaela says, Zach doesn't care. He never cared about me. He lies a lot. Okay. Well, he does lie a lot. He talks in circles, too. He does talk in that circular logic, which drives me crazy. Kevin then asks, who would have been better matched? And Gil gets up and leaves. He's like, I'm done. Yeah, no, not doing this. 
Uh, now, did you get the next part? Johnny says he didn't like that question, Kev. <laughs> and Michaela chases after him, and Rachel tells Johnny, back off, Johnny. Yeah. Which I thought was great. Gil and Michaela are backseat. Michaela goes running right after him, and I'm like, girl, mm-mm, mm-mm. Now's not the time. Give him time. Yeah. She goes running back after him, and they're talking backstage, and he's saying he can't believe he's divorced now. And he says, like, my energy is just really bad today, and I can't bring everyone joy. I love him so much. Yeah. The fact that his mission is to bring everyone joy. Yeah. It was like his mood was just so down that he was like, it's not, he's not contributing to the situation. So it's just being negative. So let me remove myself. I'm like, that's so mature. Because when I'm having a bad day, I want the whole world to fucking burn. I know. (laughs) I know. And it's so funny because Ryan was out in the crowd going, come on, can we just keep going? They're not coming back. Let's go. They're not coming back. Let's go. Let's wrap this up. I got a date with some girl on the internet. Gil and Michaela <laughs> essentially decide they're not going back, and that's it. End of reunion. Yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, well, this is abrupt. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, now we're going to move into the four months later episode. Mm-hmm. Which where is, are, where are they, they now? now? Which is, I have that it's a two-hour episode, was it? I don't know. I mean, at one point I'm watching it, and it was like 38 minutes, and there was still like 29 minutes left. And I'm like, how long is this? I couldn't do the math. Yeah, I can't do math, but it was long. Yeah, It was long. So I'm going to breeze through this, just give you some of the highlights, okay? Michaela's moved into a new townhouse. She invites Mm -hmm. her sisters over. She's happy about it. Says she's not talking to Zach. Done with him. She's shadow boxing. Love it. Okay. Gil's at work. Brett shows up to see him, and I'm like, Watching them like crazy people to see yeah, if there's like, any kind of chemistry. Up, what's going on? No. There's not chemistry. No. There's just not. Brett tells the camera that she and Gil have built an instant friendship. Gil says he's going to paramedic school. They've The yeah. firehouse, I guess, encouraged him to. So he's doing that. Brett tells him, are you ready for this, guys? I'm putting a trigger warning here because this is <laughs> bad. You should have seen my DMs. Him, She's going dog shopping with Mirla. Because Mirla wants a dog. Mirla wants a dog. And where is she getting it from, Leslie? Puppy mill, <laughs> basically. I can't even. We'll get there. Gil says he's shocked. And he tells the camera, like, he doesn't want to care. But he does, that she's getting a puppy. Gil tells Brett he's done. I don't give a fuck about Mirla. I'm over it. He has zero communication with her. And he's been going to therapy. Yeah. Now we're at Slick Willie's with Potato Zach and Bow. Okay, so have you noticed the couple, like, they've split into groups, kind of? Yeah. So there's, what, ten of them? Is there yeah, four? Ten. No, there's four couples. Four? No, five couples. There's ten of them. Yeah. So it seems to be like a four and four split with Brett being the, the middle person. Yeah, she could go to either side. Yeah, that still doesn't equal ten. I'm missing somebody. But Rachel we- Jose... Because they're like one blob. That's the thing. They're like one person. Yeah, Rachel and Jose and Mirla and Johnny kind of mm-hmm. all seem to hang out together. Yeah. And then you have Zach Bow and Ryan. Oh, Which Gil is, little... is kind of out of it. That's what Yeah, it is. Gil is a little out of it. And so is Michaela. They're kind of like separate. Yeah. So they're more yeah. together. Yep. But I'm interested because maybe it's the Gen X in me, but I'm trying to think to myself, okay, who's the evil group and who's the good group? <laughs> 
With the cool kids who are mean girls. Exactly. Okay. So we're at Slick Willie's with Zach Bow and Potato. Zach says three of them have all started hanging out since decision day. They're talking about the reunion. Zach is asking for validation that he was a good guy, but he's an asshole. Bao said no one knew what to say or do when they had their big blow up. Whatever. They talk about it. In the end, Potato leaves. Mm-hmm. And Zach asked Bao to go out on a date. I was like, what did just happen here? I know. I know. I feel like we missed many a steps to get there. It's not often that we hear a rumor and it just come, turns out to be true. Yeah. Yeah. So now we see Ryan. He's home. Jose pops over, pops over with a couple of dope refreshments. He's insufferable. <laughs> Ryan made some pies. I don't know. He was like, they, I was up all night making pies. They I pretend, like, okay, Lucy. They pretend that they don't talk on a daily basis and they have no idea what's going on in each other's life. Ryan says he's dating a friend of his from Dallas, someone he has known, and her name is Maggie. And then he says he wants someone who's well-grounded, comfortable in her own skin, and doesn't have to be someone she's not. Um, you're basically describing Brett. Yeah, that's that's what I thought. I'm like, that's Brett? 100%. He says he's dated people who were shallow, and he needs someone deeper. He wants some of the things he found in Brett, but he wants them in a hotter, more petite package. Oh, that's my... <laughs> That's my commentary. <laughs> basically, that's what that But that's basically to. what's happening. And yeah. first of all, Brett, you're fucking gorgeous. You're a knockout. Brett like, is gorgeous. That. He Dude, is going to regret you're gonna this. you're going to get the hottest guy. Oh, my God. Who should she date? Like a celebrity. Stay away she from Pete. Um, let me see. Who should she date? I'm trying to think. Jeff Goldblum? He's married. And I'm so? next in line. So? <laughs> <laughs> I'm next in line. <laughs> Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> no, but she's going to get someone hot. Like, Ooh, uh, you know who Ryan Reynolds level hot. You know who she would work with? Like a Sean Penn. Like a dirty Sean Penn down there saving <laughs> Haiti. <laughs> get into that. <laughs> Sean Penn. A younger after, version. After he was down in Haiti saving everybody, mm-hmm. he was doing some work for the pandemic, and they had him on one of the morning shows or something. And his hair was literally, he looked like a pipe cleaner. It looked like they did his hair at the Floby. And I was the only person in America who was like, God damn, he still looks hot. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. So they talk about Jose and how he felt with Rachel moving out. And he's like, the goal is to get her to come home. Jose says, her friends are a huge obstacle. And I have to win them over, and I'm going to meet with them later this week. And I'm thrilled, because I'm hoping we see our hero, Larice, and we do. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now we have Mirla having a pool party. She invited some rando friends. Oh, and Johnny. And Rachel. Yep. Okay. Rachel and Mirla talk about Gil, and she says it wasn't meant to be. She's thinking of getting a dog. She doesn't want a large dog, but she wants to go dog shopping. Mm-hmm. Why is she not rescuing a dog? Because she wants a specific breed and a small size. And when you get a rescue, you usually get mutts. So yes. why would you do that? Yes. She wants a fabulous Fendi-style dog, basically. Who I... She names like Fendi Prada, whatever the fuck. Porsche or something. Porsche yes. Fendi. <laughs> I just feel like it was a wasted opportunity where she really could have drawn attention to rescuing yeah, but, my okay. doggy, my Joey, he's a Chihuahua mix. I got him when he was two. He had just turned two years old. Got him from the pound. Spent sixteen bucks. 
it was like a promotion. Best Friends yeah. Animal Society. They're an amazing organization. I got him there. I saw him on the internet. And I was like, he's a cute dog. And they were like, oh, he's going to be like up for adoption at this event. And I showed up. And I was like, that's my dog right there. Yeah. And I just went I, towards I him. I have and... two Border Collies I rescued. So and cute. You know, like, that's what you do. You rescue a dog. You know, they do have trauma because, you know, I've been out with, gone through a lot with Joey, but, you know, it's so worth it because I see him and I'm like, he is finally happy. And you I, know, I understand there are people out there who want a certain breed. Yeah. Okay, fine. But if you have a public platform, you should try to use it for, you know, kind of promoting the idea of adopting a pet. Okay, so Johnny shows up and he says his family, Leslie, thinks that he and Mirla are dating. Ha 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 ha. Ha ha ha. Dick. Rachel asks if they're going on the getaway, which is apparently something that Jose has planned for everybody. Johnny and Mirla do not want to go because Johnny doesn't want to see Bao. Then Rachel tells them she's moved back in but has moved back out again. I think (laughs) it wasn't clear. Did you pick that up? I think that she had moved out, that she started moving stuff in. So she's been staying over and she left a toothbrush. I think that's what okay. she said. Okay. So she's slowly creeping back in. Okay. Rachel tells the camera that her family and friends do not like Jose after the fight on camera and he needs to win them over. Okay. Yeah. Now we have Zach drinking and calling his brother and he tells his brother about asking Bow out and that he's excited. The brother in doing premeditated damage control makes (laughs) sure to say because I'm sure Zach fed this to him have you and Bob been planning this all along and he's like no 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 this happened after the show and Zach says besides Johnny doesn't give a fuck he told everyone a while ago to go for it with Bob what she's just like a piece of ass like yeah just have your taste yeah thanks for the permission Johnny He's a dick bag. All right. So Jose is now meeting up with Rachel's friend, including our hero, Larice. Larice, as you will recall, said the note cards are trash about about his literal post-its on the fridge to remind him to be a human being. Yeah. So Larice is like, let's cut the bullshit here. We do not think you are a bad person, but in hearing about the blow up, we were real fucking surprised. And under no circumstances was that okay. Because we see the whole scene again, guys. Because we haven't seen it in five minutes. Yeah. They ask for his side of the story, and he pretty much has zero defense. And he says, sure, I fumbled some of the fights. Led to blow-ups. Okay. He says he's learned, and he realizes that he can be controlling. Then he does say, now this is some insight here he says this was the version of love he witnessed growing up his dad he says took care of his mom but i'm thinking it was probably traditional gender roles and he kind yeah, of controlled like the mom providing. a little bit yeah mm-hmm. so larice says built this house for you exactly larice says do not make excuses you had an idea of a perfect marriage and you tried to fit her in that And he's like, I appreciate you, you know, what you're saying there, you know. Like, I fumbled some things, you know. Larice tells the camera he's not taking accountability. 
She needs to see him walk the walk, and Larice is not here for this bullshit. <laughs> like, I'm at starting, all. I'm starting to think that maybe Jose, like, the way he gets, like, praises kind of wrong and stuff like that, um, it's probably, maybe it's a language barrier. Maybe That's... he speaks more spanish because my mom gets a lot of like sayings wrong and it's because english is not her first language yeah that could be it i don't know his story like it seems like he grew up in the united states but yeah if he grew up with spanish-speaking parents then a hundred percent he would you know have difficulty i don't know i don't know what it is but it's the way he puts you know after everything (laughs) and has that cheshire cat grin that's just like okay So, Larice just keeps saying, like, look, we don't think you're terrible, but we need to see some results here, buddy. Now we get Mirla and Bao at Petland. Mirla buys a dog from pretty much a puppy mill. Mm -hmm. They talk about the weekend getaway. Brett doesn't want to go because she doesn't want to see the potato. I don't blame her. She has, like, real, she has a real life. She has, like, real stuff Mm -hmm. to do. The others Mm -hmm. are just posing for the cameras. Now we see Gil with the therapist. Gil says he's done therapy before, but not in a public park, like is happening right now. Um, he tells her, he tells her her the divorce was a gut punch, and they talk about him being the only one fighting for the marriage, and he takes off his wedding ring. Yeah, she finally talks him into it because he was still wearing it, and she points out like, "Oh, you're still wearing your ring, isn't it over?" And he's like, "This means that I've given up," and it's like, "But she said it's over, so you should." give up it's done there's nothing to keep going for it was tough it was tough it was, to watch it made me sad it really made me sad because I've, I've been there when you really want something to work and it's just like not happening mm-hmm. and, and you, you can't control it failure and you cannot control it like you can't control what somebody else feels nope you know so then we see Michaela and her sister go shadow boxing it's stupid Michaela doesn't know if she's going to get away Ryan and Maggie go on a first date I wrote, she's very petite. She is a brunette. I was surprised by that. Yes, I was surprised too. He takes her to a sushi place and she doesn't like sushi. But he never asked. No, because he doesn't care. He doesn't care. The date's incredibly awkward. It was the worst, like, three minutes I've seen. I was cringing. I was like, why are we subjected to this? This is awful. I wrote that she looks like Denise Richards. Hmm. I don't know why I have that here. Maybe in that movie where she has like the miss, like a state on her head or something. Maybe. Forgot what that Maggie, Ryan's date, tells the camera she wants someone who has her same beliefs and values, which is talk for conservatism. Which, fine, mm-hmm. whatever. Ryan tells the camera she's more my type physically. Okay, whatever. She looks younger? Bao's friend comes over. Bao's getting ready for her date with Zach. She basically says she doesn't give a fuck about Johnny. Next scene. We see Johnny having a drink with that bitch, Sarah. I was shocked that she's real. She doesn't talk to Bao any longer. How about that? 20 years. Yeah. Okay. Zach and Bao go to some crazy place where the waiter's spitting fire all over them during Corona. Yeah, that's (laughs) great. Bao tells the camera she's loving this, and they talk intentions, and he says he's really serious, and so she, and I wrote, I don't know if you agree with me, that it seemed awkward at times, but I think in the end it seemed to go okay. Yeah, it was really awkward. I think it's because they do kind of know each other through the show, and then it's like, how do we translate this into, like, dating? So it, it is awkward, and also, 
they're probably thinking, especially Bao is probably thinking like, ooh, this might not come off right because people are going to think that I was like yep. calculating to steal this guy or whatever. Yep. So. Well, they made sure that they kept repeating how awkward this was and this was the mm-hmm. first time they thought of this. So I think that's how they were trying to, you know. Rachel and Jose go bowling. Rachel thanks him for planning this date because it's important to her. Jose's all talk. He's smack talking her. No. Yeah. What is it? What would you call that? He when was, um... Someone's like, oh my God, I'm at a loss for words. Remember the movie, um, Dodgeball? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is it the, oh, I'm thinking of the psych out. What movie's that in where they're doing the psych outs? He's doing a psych out. Like he's trying to convince her that he's way better at bowling. Then yeah. he stands up and he bowls like I do. <laughs> Which is like one step out of the gutter. There's the gutter. Aww. You're right next to it. You're hitting two pins. Guaranteed every bowling. time. Mm-hmm. I was on the bowling team, so yeah. I would be fine with bowling if I could get five turns for every free. <laughs> so then I would have ten pins. Are there ten pins? I don't even know anymore. I don't even is there twenty? Oh my god, people are Nine. screaming. People are screaming. People right are screaming. And I'm a bowler, and I don't even know this. One, I don't two, three, know. four, five. There's gotta be. There's ten. There's ten. There's ten. Okay. Okay. All right. So now we're at the getaway. They're an hour outside of Houston. They rent this like ranch, right? Mirla, Rachel, and Jose show up. Mirla brought her dog, Portia Fendi. Gucci Patigi. Yes. Rachel and Jose get the big house. Mirla gets a beautiful guest house. And then Johnny shows up. Yeah, that was... Mm. Mirla's very excited to see him. Oh my god! I'm telling you, they have chemistry, I hate to admit it. But they're like the perfect couple together. I hate them. I hate that. I hate that situation. She's dead to me if she does this. I do not agree with this. I feel that this is damaging leslie in what world in what world does gil lose a woman to johnny what in what world johnny's an asshole we are in like opposite worlds like alternate universes this is earth two that we're on because this makes no sense yep so i have a question too are you seeing chemistry between bow and zach because i'm not seeing it i don't see it was awkward um I felt like he was kind of more into her than she was him. I don't know. It was weird. I, I didn't like that pairing. I don't like it. I thought yes. maybe if I saw some sparks that I would be like, oh, okay. I guess this works. I didn't. It didn't work for me. I didn't no. see it. Mirla is a completely different person when Johnny's around. She's like, oh this is great. I love everything. No complaining. No diva behavior. Nothing. Rachel and Jose are trying to paddleboard, but Jose is clearly doing all of these things to try to convince her to move back in. Yeah. That's it. Now Ryan, Zach, and Bowen arrive, arrive, and Bowen and Zach arrive together. They join the others. Mirla and Johnny look like they're going to die when Bowen walks in. Yeah. They're like, what the? Now we did hear that, we did hear that Mirla hates Bowen. Yeah. So... Johnny says hi to Bao, and she doesn't respond. She does not acknowledge his existence. And Thoughts that on this? Strategy. Ah, it's very immature. Very awkward. Very, very awkward. awkward. Yeah. Like, there's something wrong with just being like, hi, and that's it. No more to chatter. That's enough. Yeah. 
So I think it's rude when someone talks to you and you just pretend like they're not there. Like I agree with you. I thought it was the so wrong rude. move. Like if yeah. she's trying to cultivate an image or curate an image here, that that made her look bad. That was immature. All right. We only have a few more scenes. We are breezing through this. Gil is chilling with Michaela and I just wrote, please do not date her. Please do not date her. They won't date. No. They're like this in a park. The camera, like the yeah. show is pushing them together because how else are we going to get them to interact because they're not interacting with the group right they're in a park like on a blanket <laughs> so back at the gate the getaway i said the gateway <laughs> back at the getaway bow and zach wander off and he assumes they'll have a second date she seems interested and so does he they decide to be exclusive after one date leslie after one date and bow still hasn't agreed to the second date and they're going to be exclusive this is like on? this is like Amy dating because I haven't dated <laughs> in like twenty years. When I, last time I dated, like, oh my god, I'm gonna mention my husband again. Is that okay? Is it allowed? Drink, drink, drink. Last time I dated, like, Timmy literally came over for pizza and like never left. <laughs> That's how that worked. So this is Amy dating. Like, let's just jump right into this pool. Yeah. All right. So back at the big house, Johnny decides he's leaving. And he tells the camera his future is just to live life, get married, have kids, be a, be a stay-at-home dad. Did he get that? <laughs> and oh, then Lord. I wrote, he is 1,000% going to end up with Mirla. God, I hope not. This is disgusting. I do not want this. This seems incestuous. Like, people need to start dating outside of this, you know, whole show. Yeah. Jose and Rachel discuss moving back in, and she announces that she is going to move back in. Yeah. The gate, the getaway <laughs> concludes with the conversation by the fire. The couples are chatting about the future and it looks okay. And they're all pretty much ready to date. Zach and Bao don't tell the group about their dating. They do a cheers and season 13 is over. My head almost exploded. Cause I was like, what the fuck? I feel like I've been trapped in this relationship that's not good for me <laughs> for far too long and it's this season leslie and i were gonna try to record yesterday and yeah. we couldn't and i said to her like leslie got held up with family and i said don't worry about it we'll do it tomorrow i don't even care at this point because i hate these people <laughs> like, yeah, that's really where i'm at <laughs> at this point i mean i've lost all hope like i do like go i do feel for Michaela. She still has some maturing to do. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and I, I stand by everything I said. I said what I said, as Nene Leake said. I said you know what I, I get, said. You know I get no Housewives <laughs> no references, right? <laughs> I said okay. what I said. Okay. Um, but yeah, I was always, you know, trying to support my girl, Michaela. You know, even when mm -hmm. she acted crazy, mm -hmm. I was like, girl, please, come on, check yourself. We both did. And we were very supportive of Bao, and now we're mm -hmm. just like, ugh. I can't. Ugh. I do. Zach, I don't see it. I don't know. I don't see her with Zach. I just don't feel there's any chemistry. Yeah, but I, I, I at least now, I hate Johnny. Don't get me wrong. Oh, yeah. But I at least now think I know what he was talking about. Yeah. He just did not do a good job of articulating that. Yeah. I don't know. It was weird. Um. All in all, it was not a successful season. No. The show has had much better luck in the past. I mean, I think going forward, one of the things that they need to do is meet more often with the experts yeah. as, as a couple. Don't you think? Yeah, I feel like they need to work out. Because 
mean, they do get like the little kits and little assignments, but it's like it's up to you to kind of do it. And here's what I, I think know. they need to do. I think they need to film a week of each couple, and then they sit down with the experts at the end of the week, every week. Mm-hmm. I would be so interested in that. I know most people wouldn't oh, be, see, but I like, would be. Yeah, to see what that week has been. Okay, debriefing, basically. Something like that. Or maybe every other episode is them checking in with the, the couples. With the experts, I mean. I yeah, know. all they do is just, like, narrate, like, oh, well, this week we told them to play naked hockey. And yeah, you're like, they what? need to be more involved going forward. And also, they need to stop this nonsense with letting the the men leave. Yeah, like they were just like they were treating it like a hotel. The like, oh, I'm going home shit. now. Leave them in there. Lock them in. <laughs> I think they should go back to the model of not giving them an apartment. Yeah, I think that they should give them what they used to do is give them a budget. Yeah, and they would get a place together. I remember that. Yes. They can do that, I think. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just think more experts involved and less men leaving. Also, when you have the option of going back home, then this place where you're currently at is not your home. Right. Because you have an option to go elsewhere, to go right. back. I think so. they should have to move into the other person's house. Oh, that's what they that's used to start, do. Yeah, but that's going to start issues because it's like, why do I got to move in Jose's house? I want to live in was, my tiny apartment. You know what I was thinking about the other day? And this is this is a throwback. I don't even know what season. Might have been the season Heather and Derek were on. Um, the season with Lillian and Tom and he lived in a bus. Do you remember that? I don't. And he was hot. And she was Gorgeous. Oh yeah, that she didn't want to go in. The, yeah, because I was he, like, why would you want to live in a bus? He lived. Like, he in was a bus. very reluctant to like give that up. Yes, he lived <laughs> in a bus, and I loved it. I loved it. Jesus. And they, I believe, they said yes on decision day, and then I have no idea. I was like, it fell apart. That was years ago. It was years ago, and I watched it all. Like I binged it all. I was like on Vicodin, and <laughs> I broke in my arm. And it was just like <laughs> high off my ass. <laughs> All right, Leslie, why don't you... First of all, let's just say this is going to be our last episode for this season. For this season. season so, guys, 13. if you like what you're hearing, subscribe so that when we come back in January, boom, you got us right in your feed. Yes. And it's going to be more timely because we're going to actually schedule these. Because when we started this podcast, we kind of were playing catch-up, trying mm-hmm. to catch-up to the mm-hmm. episodes, and now mm-hmm. we'll start with the show. Well, and we had 10,000 other things going on. Yeah, a million other things. So hopefully, I almost said next semester. This is the life of an academic. Like, your yeah, life is in semester. That's how I feel. I'm like, oh, next term. Um, next semester, my schedule should lighten up so that we can have more time. I yeah. Hope. So. All right. So, Leslie, why don't you tell everyone where they can find you? Um, You can find me on Instagram and all the social medias at Sinister Girls is G-I-R-L-Z. Okay, no S in girls is a Z. Um, yeah, we just had Gina's shock of the Go-Go's. Um, we're working on getting another really big throwback kind of iconic person, you know, working okay. on that. Um, we also have some great um, interviews coming up with like some up-and-comers that I think are great. I just released the best of list. So these are the albums that I think are the best that, cool. that I was given to review. And um, I selected them and I wrote about them. And cool. yeah, so that's 
what I've been doing. That's How about awesome. you, Amy? I'm still at Gen X. This is why. So if you like Little House on the Prairie. <laughs> you actually got a shout out the other day on Reality Gaze. Like, oh, I did. I see that. I that did. Has a Little House on the Prairie podcast. Well, they were talking about Michael Landon. Yeah. And Michael Landon is problematic in his personal life, but I don't care about that. <laughs> I am hot for Paul Ingalls. And I, I struggle with this on the daily. So they were talking about him. And some mm-hmm. and Jake, I think, said, yeah, one of our sissies has a podcast about Little House on the Prairie. So anyway, so I have that podcast with my sister. We also just kind of, we, we have blockbusters that we do as well. So we did like Dirty Dancing, Howard the Duck, Pretty in Pink, like a bunch of 80s movies. We recently spun those off into their own feed. So if you're not into Little House on the Prairie and you just want to hear us snark, my sister and I, on Gen X movies, you can look for us, Gen X, This Is Why Blockbusters. So if you just search Gen X, This Is Why, it should come up. So we did that. So that's where you can find me. All right, guys. So thank you so much for, for your patience, for sticking with us. It's been, I think, a pretty successful first round here. I think so, too, and I, the fact that anyone listens to us is a, a miracle, so. Yeah, we're always amazed. <laughs> we're always amazed. Um, and we love the compliments, but my head is getting to this. It is. So. It doesn't even fit in the screen anymore. It doesn't fit in the screen anymore. <laughs> so, please follow us on Instagram. We are at Six Degrees of Reality TV there. We do have a Facebook page. We don't really use it. If we reach a certain amount of downloads, eventually, maybe we'll get into a Facebook group, but we're not getting into that yet. No, so right now, if you want to contact us, you can reach out to us on Facebook. You know who we are. Mm-hmm. Or you can um, follow us on Instagram and message us there. So I guess we'll see you all for season 14. So I guess we'll see you next year, guys. See you next year. Actually, they're probably going to fuck us and give us an episode in December. So get ready for it. Probably like a, a special, like a yes. casting special. Thing. Yeah. yeah, we could do that. That's yeah. fine. All right, guys. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you soon. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.